Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Prepare thyself well, Dragon Warrior. Thy most challenging quest ever awaits. Go with speed and go with patience. Seek out an arsenal, a dragon scale, a torch, and magic herbs. Use wisdom and cunning to choose thy commands, for the Dragon Lord is a fierce rival. Horrible and treacherous minions all guard the evil one's island castle. Are they ready, young one? Yes, King Lauren. And so begins a new epic, Dragon Warrior. Nintendo, now you're playing with power. Wow. Were they in a cave? They sound... Looky here, we got a brand new episode of Play Retro. Hi and welcome everybody. I am your host, Scott Johnson, and I really, really like killing blue slimes. Or was it the tentacular? Or maybe the elusive beware wolf. Actually, it doesn't matter as long as they are dead. Dead! Dead, I say! Roll for dead. And I am your other host, Brian Dunaway. And when I tried to run from a couple of those goofy dracky bats, my way was blocked and I had to parry my way back to town. So you can tell the king I said, suck it. Because all my companions are ghosts and they're haunting me. Get in line, brother. You're all dead. (laughs) (laughs) Nicely done. I like it. Uh, If that was any sort of hint, it probably actually wasn't much of a hint except for our commercial we played. But we're going to be talking about the Dracky bats, all this stuff. All the stuff I said was hints in the. uh, Yeah, and blue slimes. People know what those are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the Beware Wolf, although those came later. But Dragon Warrior slash Dragon Quest as you may think the series is called, but we're going to go way back when it was called Dragon Warrior on the Nintendo Entertainment System. That's all coming up shortly. Before we get Dragon to that, Dragon Warrior, come out to play. play. Would he, would he uh, bang bottles together? Yeah, or a ding, couple ding, of, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. yeah, he's got a couple of drags on his, hand, on his hands. Ding, yeah. ding, ding. Yep, that's what you do. Uh, anyway, so check this out. <laughs> um, I did, uh, so I've been watching a lot of Futurama for some reason. Just super into it right now. Oh, yeah. And you got wanna... me watching it. Thanks a lot for that, by the way. You're welcome. I thought it would be fun to uh, basically deep dive into the show, and I've been watching yes. every episode. I'm up to season nine now. But while I was in season eight, there's an episode called Reincarnation. And Reincarnation is an episode made up of, think of it as Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. There's like three stories. Is that all, the one where the dog dies? Out. I can't watch no, that. No, that's a whole different thing. And that's not a three-parter, okay. though. That's a full episode, and that's very good. Uh, yeah. But no, this is called Reincarnation. It has three separate things. They used to do them, and they used to call them Tales of Interest. So the guys would go, Tales oh. of Interest. And it was like basically three separate stories. Well, this is one of those without the Tales of Interest announcer. And they did a segment huh. that looked like old-timey 1920s, 1930s cartoons. Where right, everyone right. kind of wobbles and you know looks like, like Betty Boop head and all that kind of stuff. Everything's yeah. like really rubber bandy. Yeah, kind it's of and very goofy. good. Yeah, it's very cool. And then yeah, uh, the second section is this eight bit video game episode oh, where everything oh, is represented in like really old graphics and stuff, and it is so brilliantly done. And I don't just mean oh they made the good fun of old video games. Like yes, they did, but they really zeroed in. You could tell these writers are old school gamers 
and that yes. they appreciate the tropes of old gaming, like how do you get from this side of the screen to the other screen, or why do you when you leave this side, why does Pac-Man come back through the other side, or Asteroids, or any games like that? Where, uh, where that's the, the uh, one that the, that's the one with the line with about the Space Invaders that, that I was trying to remember that one time, the one where like what he like goes across and then oh different episodes. So that was in a, a tales episode. that was okay. in a tales of of interest, oh. which or interest, which was great. And it was a section about video games, but it was more like the world colliding. The actual space invaders were coming to attack Earth, and there was a colonel named Pac-Man and all that. But they were still like in the Futurama world. This thing is set completely in an 8-bit world. The story revolves around that. It's fantastic. I'm telling you right now, and you should watch the one Brian's talking about, too, because it's also very good. Uh, but it's uh, the entire episode's called Reincarnation. The final third, by the way, is this really great send-up of anime. And like big robots and stuff like that, it's fantastic. And uh, I would just say it's a just a f- great love letter to to retro content. So anyway, go watch it. Episode or season eight, episode. Uh, forget the episode number. I think it's different depending on where you watch it. So just look for reincarnation. It's later in the season, and it's very very good. I can't wait to get it out. I started all the way from the beginning, so I got I got a ways to go. I've nothing I'm wrong still with that. Season one. I'll probably do it again. That's how much I love it. I never get sick yeah. of that show. Always, always there, always ready for a listen. Um, hell, I have this handy anytime I need it right here. I just play this when I'm in the mood. Hold on. Where's the old boop? Oh, there it is. I just play this right here. Oh, whoops. Let's turn it up. See, listen. And this isn't even the original thing. This is some remix of this. This is good. I think there's even voice in it. Hang on. Let me skip ahead, maybe. Let me try here. Right, here we go. Get that robot some more beer. Get that robot some more beer. <laughs> there it is. There's the robot beer guy. Anyway. I love all of it. Highly recommend it. Uh, Brian, you've been messing around with 3D printers, or at least looking at them. What are you, what are you doing? Right. So it's worse than that. So when I first wrote this down, what a day and a half, like yesterday morning, I said, I've been looking at 3D printers, which was true. Uh, so I was, I was wanting to know out there and it's kind of late now, but I'm going to tell you, I was going to ask, do retro gamers have a preference? Because there's some things from time to time that I need to fix on my retro hardware. And I was like, man, I really need a 3d printer. I mean, okay. I don't, but I really want a 3d printer Yeah, you don't need and one, you I want. have an excuse. Sure. So there, that's yeah. what I'm doing. So I, I decided to get the, uh, Ender three version two direct from Creality. Uh, that's the that's the manufacturers of these guys. Is this like uh, stuff you I, heard back from people like people you trust who said, "Hey, get the get that one." Is that what you? Yes, I on? talked to Brian Ibbett, who is uh, who is our. If you don't listen to other shows, we do. We do. Scott does the morning stream. I do film sack. We have Brian Ibbett. We all we all hang out. We do stuff. Yeah, we do stuff. Um, we do stuff. And you know, Brian Ibbett's doing all this great three D printer stuff. I love. And I'm like, I wanted him to print me another thing. And I'm like, oh, man, I keep sending stuff to, I keep wanting to ask him to print more stuff. And I'm like, no. you know what? I really need to, I just need to get my own. I sure. just need to get my own. Stop being a moocher. And so I put it in my cart, the Ender 3 version 2. And I was like, okay, but how much is the shipping? I'm like, I don't see the shipping information. So I typed in, uh, typed in my PayPal information because that was one of the things you could do. It's like, you know, enter your payment information and then, and then click on the purchase button. I was like, okay. So I did that, enter my payment information. And it said, you've purchased the thing. And I was like, what? I've purchased it. I was just 
the yoke. Mm-hmm. I had it in my cart and was thinking about it. Oops. And so I, I shot a little email off and I'm like, hey, dudes, um, cancel order, please. And they said, uh, well, well, but what can we do to keep this order going? Yeah, I'm what like, can we do today to get you into a new 3D printer? They say, like, okay. I'm like, that's amazing. I'm like, no, just 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 cancel the order. And it's like, <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't have got, I shouldn't have done it. I didn't do enough research. I, I got confused about the, the PayPal. I said, okay, boomer, what can we do mm. to get you into this print? So, they they talked me into it because I really kind of wanted it. And so wait, I was is this like, a okay, resin fine. resin printer or filament printer? It's know? the uh, filament printer, the uh, little you know little reels of uh, filament okay. stuff that you use. And uh, so I was like, okay. And then they, then they said, and then I said, I said, I said, yeah, but I said, I I did this, and he's like, oh, that's a great one. And he said, but you need to get the warming bed is great on that one, but you need to get the leveling thing. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to cancel for sure now because I'm not gonna deal with the damn leveling thing. Oh. And so I sent an email back, and I'm like, ah, look, just go ahead and cancel it. And they said. And I said, uh, my friend said I need to level things. We'll throw that. We'll put that in there too. And I was like, I- <laughs> oh, they throw it in, man. They sound like they really want to sell you that printer, man. They don't want to. Like- lo- they don't want to lose you as a potential customer. <laughs> I'm like, send a damn thing. Yeah, <laughs> just- I was trying all kinds of lies. I was like, it's not going to make it here in time for Christmas. There's no way. Oh, we can get it in there in three to five days. Son of a bitch, just send it. <laughs> <laughs> So now you're just going to bite that bullet and go. I get it. Yeah, so I'm just going to bite the bullet. That's fine, it, so. man. You're going to be yeah, happy with fine. it. You're going to make cool little 8-bit looking figures and shit. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. Is so that I'm, your plan, pretty... by the way? What's your plan? You gonna What's the first retro thing you make? Tell me that. Well, the first retro thing I'm going to make, I'm definitely going to make um, some... Uh, so I've been looking at Thingiverse. I'm definitely going to make some more stands for my mini consoles. Because oh, that's yeah. one thing that if I could get them up and just... Right now, they're just kind of like in piles. Because mm-hmm. I don't have any really place to put them. And so if I could get some... If I could print out a couple of little nice little stands from which I've already bought off Etsy. They, they did a different kind of stand there but uh, for my yeah. Sega Genesis Mini. But that's probably the first retro thing I'm really going to do. It's kind of retro, right? So yeah, guess, no, no. Yeah. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with accessorizing all that stuff. But at no. some point, I think you ought to do is like make, you know, cool little 8-bit Mario figurines. And, oh, you know. absolutely. I'm looking at getting a... I, I, if this goes well, if this goes well and I prove that I have the attention span for it... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I may get a resin printer later on and do some miniatures for painting and that kind of stuff. So that's that's kind of like my 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 long plan. We'll see how that. Did goes. you see but, that we last week we predicted a huge thing and we didn't even know we were doing it? Did you hear about it? Oh, did, what what did we do? What did we predict? Here's what we predicted. We talked about Mario Kart last week and cart games. Oh, yes. And um, par- no, that was the week before. Wait, we talked about cart games the week before last. Okay, sorry, right? I'm getting it mixed up. Last week was right? was was uh, Baldur's Gate stuff. Right. Week before no. that was Mario Kart, right. I think. Anyway, uh, the point is. No, that, no. We, the, classic was, the last episode was Mario Kart. Was it? I don't remember what we did last. Yeah, yeah. And then it was Baldur's Gate. Yeah, the last one we did was Mario Kart. This is perfect. Okay, we, okay. We, we did predict it. Okay, let's, so let's, let's take here's our, what take we said. Lap. Here's what we said. We said uh, it would be cool if we could have games where you could select what superpower or power-ups that you wanted in or not in the game. Like the blue right. shell of death or the stupid squid ink on the window or whatever it is. Yes. And we had said, well, that'd be great, but they don't do that. And they didn't do that. Today, literally today, Nintendo announced they're putting out a free patch to the game that oh, includes sweet. the ability to exclude or include whatever power-ups in a match What? We were just talking about uh, no, that. We I, predicted it. I, I know that they heard the episode, and as soon as it dropped, they were like, this is brilliant. Yep. Stop everything else we're doing. Yep. We're getting this rolled out before the next episode of Play Retro. Get Moyamoto in here. We have an idea. <laughs> we 
you have an idea, get the coders. We're working 24 seven around the clock yep. just to get this thing out while is while we got the, uh, you know, the, the play retro effect uh, playing right on it. Yeah. And make sure the, uh, the lawyers write up something that prohibits you and I from ever seeing a dime from it. <laughs> That's the other <laughs> That's thing. That's the way it works, man. Yeah, this is Nintendo the big, this is like the big that. business world of video games. But anyway, I thought that was kind of interesting. That that is interesting. So we'll see. Brian will get his printer. He'll start making cool stuff. We'll talk about him on the show, especially if you start doing like enclosures for, uh, yes. you know, various device types like um, the Raspberry Pi stuff. The yeah. world's your limit as far as what you want to make to put one of those in there. You know. That's what that's my plan. That's my plan. I I wish I I still got some research to do, but yeah, that's that's my plan to print as much retro. BS as I can, not for selling or anything, just for funsies and to to do for the show and just to just to have a good time with it. Speaking of cool crap, give me before we get into the Dragon Warrior uh, quest, the NES years. Go. Did you see that picture I posted right below my stuff there? Oh, uh, let me uh, check. Um, uh, Dragon Warrior. I see. I see. Yeah, that's all I see. I just see you. No, you don't see. Also, trying not to order these. It's right, right behind, uh, right underneath my Brian ordered a a three D printer. Oh, like uh, did I miss Give this? Me, let me highlight it. Let Was this you it. recording? No, that's video. That's not it. No, no. It's right under the word picks. P I C S. I don't have anything. Wait, is this on what? Discord? You talking about on Discord? No, 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 no. In the notes. Oh, Here, in the notes. Discord, Shit. Okay, hold on. I apologize. I no, apologize. no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm looking in the totally wrong place. That explains why I had no idea. Okay, I'm opening it. Here we go. All right. Okay. This oh. is what I almost spent my money on instead of that 3D printer. <laughs> why would you get this? <laughs> it's a metal slime it, 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 uh, controller for a PlayStation 2 silver uh, thing. It's an old. It's a 2005 thing for the for that version of the of uh, of uh, Dragon Quest. Are you kidding? It looks like a Hershey's kiss, uh, with eyes and a mouth. Yeah, and you turn it upside down, and it's a PlayStation Two controller with oh. a dual stick D pad, four buttons. It looks like a terrible idea. How much did they pay, make of these? Not very many, I would assume. I they they, they, they made an uh, yeah. They they didn't make a. a ton of them but they made enough that uh this is a hoary dragon <laughs> quest metal slime controller for the ps2 they make them for other systems too but this yeah. is the one i wanted uh and because i just loved how it looked and when you turn it upside down to play it uh the the little eyes are looking straight at your crotch uh, also probably <laughs> want to be careful because yeah. if, if you drop that pointy in, i'm not sure how pointy that thing is but it looks like it, i don't know it looks like it might be kind of cool because it looks like you could put it between your legs and be like perfect little you know like a perfect little slot i feel like it would i feel like it would like like the more you put your legs together the more it'll squeeze up like a bar of soap you know what i mean like the physics on it yeah yeah it it would like shoot out yeah (laughs) that's great dude i kind of part of me wishes you'd have gotten it and part of me is like no don't it's 105 bucks right now don't do that yeah they're they're all around between 100 to 300 dollars. i've seen it as low as about 40 something dollars uh that was used which is fine but uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of wanting. Here's that. one in a box. I, I'm not saying it's not going to happen. There's a Japanese one in a box. I think it's the same one in the box Probably for so. seventy nine thirty four. You buy that right yeah. now. Yeah, are that's you, what I'm saying. Guys, te- but that's just tempted? so freaking cool. It looks like the I want it. The people make. I get a little hard time for all the controllers I have. I love controllers because oh, there's one thing that you can't emulate. Like we emulate all the time the video games. Mm-hmm. They, I've got a Mr. FPJ that does eight and sixteen bit systems. Visually, it emulates pixel and for pixels everything. Pixel all for, of it. yeah, pixel perfect. Yeah. It responds like with no latency. Every, it's just perfect. But the one thing I can't get from the retro of it 
is the controller in my hands. There, there's a there's a retro memory nostalgia that is me holding a, a you know a, a device in my hands. Yep, I agree. And so it's your just, interface to the it. thing we're talking to the games we talk about. That's your yeah one hundred percent way of it. This is funny you bring this up. Last night I go get my my Steam Deck because right. I somebody recommended some eight bit thing or some sixteen bit looking thing that was new but also play like an old game. I'm like that's interesting. Let's check it out. It's five bucks. I go to start playing it, and I get my thumbs up there, and I my right thumb feels weird. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> I look down. Hadn't noticed this till I looked down. I look down, yeah. and the th- um, here, I'll, I'll put a picture up. Uh, it has completely unseated. Oh, no. I think, I think it fell, and no one told me or something. <gasps> um, I'm going to send you a picture here as well so you can see. It's time to get the 3D printer out and print some new buttons. No kidding. <laughs> oh, so that's, yeah, the, see, that's the right oh, stick. That would- Ooh, boy. You can see this hard plastic uh, uh, yeah. dome that it, announced, or it connects to. That thing is rigid. There's no elasticity yeah. to it. So it's That's popped off the post. I'm pretty sure the post is right there where the middle of the white is. And yeah. for me, to, I can't budget. I've tried. If I no. pull too hard, I'm going to break it. So uh, the other option was to open it and try to reseat it myself, which I could do, I guess. Um, but instead, I just thought, well, what does Valve do if I tell them about this? Right. And Valve is having me send it to them free of charge. <laughs> they're uh, like, hey, they're like eh, eh, just send it to us. Yeah. They're You're obviously an idiot. <laughs> they're going to cover this no matter what. They'll pay for If they fix it, that they'll pay awesome. for it. If they don't, if they can't fix it, they'll give me a, a new, you know, equivalent model. Yeah. That yeah. I already had a refurb or something like yeah, that. Yeah. It's going to take, you know, I probably won't see this thing until after Christmas, but. It's they're going to take Still. care of it. And that made me happy. So I just wanted to put this out here that this is probably my fault. I don't know how it happened, but probably I did it. The game, the machine didn't suddenly go and, and lodge this. Yeah, you know? I, I can't imagine how that would. I'm like pushing mine right now as far as I can to the right. Just like, yeah, like I think with just normal pressure. I think it what happened is I caught it on something and it pulled it up and out. That's that's what I'm thinking. It would have had to. Oh, yeah. If I pull the stick up a little bit. Absolutely. Okay, I can see it. Yeah. Actually, when I, I, you can actually pull it out a little bit. That's fascinating. Yeah. So you can you can do that. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's what happened. It got pulled. It probably got yeah. caught on a string or something. It something. Got pulled, Edge of the bed. Who knows? Got, I don't know yeah. what happened. But uh, all I know is I'm very very pleased that they have responded the way they have. It makes me. This was the one area about buying Steam hardware that I was concerned about because I didn't yeah. know what their follow up or their customer service would be like, even for a dumb thing like this and they have been great and they were quick. It got back to me in like a half an hour. They were like, all right, here's what we want to do. Now, normally this is the sort of thing we look at and go, Oh, user error, but we're going to cover it this time. Cause yeah. clearly you didn't expect it. And we're not sure how it got there. So we're going to take care of it. It was a personal response. It wasn't some robot. Yeah. And they're going to take care of me. So I think, I think it is, you know, partly on you, but it's also partly on the design because there should be, even with, you know, snagging on something, it shouldn't, I mean, it shouldn't have popped out, but I just felt mine. I pulled mine and there's actually a, a give, uh, when I, when I pull on it, there's and a little so, bit you know, of give. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a, there's like a give when I like, when I pull it out a little bit, they, the designers probably didn't think that would happen. It's like, Oh, there'll never be any pulling force on this. It'll always be pushing for us. And the designers probably didn't give enough, you know, maybe, maybe, but also keep in mind that it needs to have some give both directions because these yeah, click exactly. in as well. They actually have a function where yeah. they click. So I don't know. I think this was, I mean, I'll be honest. I think it was a hundred percent something I did on this end or someone did oh, while yeah. they were at the house, but they are, but there's gotta be, there's anytime you design something, 
Yeah. You always got to, you always got to design for the stupidest person out there. And if the stupidest person can do it, you got to take care of it. And that's what happened here, right? The stupidest person took care of it. So there you go. Yep. Then they're going to fix it. <laughs> stupidest guy did it. Stupidest guy in the room. So anyway, I'll let you guys know what happens with it. But so far they have been amazing and uh, really, really pleased that the uh, valve yeah. has been this responsive. It's very cool. Usually I'm the stupidest person. So I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate you do, uh, taking Dylan. Oh, I'll, tell, I'll wear the, I'll wear the hat it. for the day. It's fine. I, I appreciate that. I don't mind doing yeah. that. All right, well, let's dive into this. This is going to be a whole lot of fun. Everybody sit still, relax, and enjoy the following discussion about Dragon Warrior. Shall we play a game? Or, as all, most people called it, uh, or call it now, Dragon Quest, because that's what they had to change the name to. Before we get to any of this, I'm going to play a little bit of sound from the game, and then I want to hear the, the, the reasons why this name thing happened. Because that always disrupts your your branding and recognition and who owns what and when and why. Yeah. Uh, but here's a little bit of the sound of the game in action. It's very highfalutin, you know, this music. Yeah. It's very like... Coach, Kochi uh, Sugiyami yep. made that music and it's fan-freaking-tastic. It's pretty well, great. Pretty great. Uh, this came out in 1986, originally for the Nintendo Entertainment System, only a few years into its lifespan. And Wait, was, I thought that was just the. Uh, was that right? I, I was well, meaning to go back and look because was it the Famicom that it came out in '96 oh, and then uh, North America in '989? I you, think that's my bad. I usually put North American dates. '86, '89. Okay, you might be right on that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the original inspired by was inspired by Wizardry and Ultima, mm-hmm. some Western mm-hmm. RPGs. Maybe that's why this series uh, rang with me more than say Final Fantasy. It just yeah. I don't know. It's something about it is a little bit more on the Western side of the RPGs, which I do tend to prefer from like a tone perspective, but still very Japanese, still a JRPG, still random battles, that sort of stuff. The, um, oh, the, 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 what we think about in JRPGs is kind of where this all started, right? This is kind of where this is the start. Well, what are the years like between who start, who, which was first final fantasy one or this, do we know in Japan? Oh no, the final fantasy was inspired by the, by this dragon oh, quest came out first. Yeah. Okay. And, so that's uh, good to know yeah. because that that tells me even more about where inspiration should or does or you know where it does come from. Yeah. Um, obviously, the the trajectory of these games is very different in terms of uh, you know modern versions of them. Like Final Fantasy is far and away the giant big property now, and they kind of left this in the dust. But this one does okay. Dragon uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, which I play on PC. And console, and I think it's still you played on, on Game the Pass. Xbox Game Pass. That's where I got my first flavor taste of Dragon Quest. I think it's on Game Pass well. still, although I think it's leaving soon. But the um, yeah, I had it on I had it on Steam prior to that. It's it's a very good game. Uh, yeah, very- I was amazed. Like like you said, this one doesn't feel as Japanesey as other games. This actually feels more uh, it it feels more American. Mm-hmm. In, in some of the ways, and probably because it was inspired by Dungeons and Dragons, Wizardry, and Ultima, and those kind of games, and yeah. they they probably kind of said, you know, what's what's the American adventure list, but let's put a little Japanese spin on it. Yep, yep. Uh, one big solo story, no multiplayer or any of that, and uh, mm-hmm. you Just go around hero. and do everything. You walk up and down stairs. You uh, go outside. You uh, run into a random encounter. You fight that thing. Uh, with whatever abilities you're making you it sound a lot easier than it is because this thing freaking has a menu f- button for everything oh yeah it's like if you yeah if you got to open the door you got to choose door let, let me you tell wanna, you, if you let me tell you what's stairs. gotten a lot better in the last intervening 30 30 plus years 
<laughs> the way we interface with these games has gotten a lot better because yeah, this old yeah. school like door open you know it's almost got yeah. kind of a zork quality except you're choosing them instead of typing them oh yeah um that was the boy standard. wizardry boy that had a lot of menu options in oh yeah and stats god yeah. whatever that series is looking to ever make a like a fresh take on wizardry probably not you know that's a good question i, I don't, don't know, know. We, we got we're gonna cover it eventually though we've got it we've got to get into those i don't know wizardry's huge ancients. for me Ma- massive influence on me i love yeah. that series everything about wizardry was so yeah. good I mean, Wizardry, I'm not sure you have uh, Elder Scrolls 1 or 2, Daggerfall. Those don't even exist mm-hmm. without wizard, Wizardry. Those were like directly yeah. inspired by that game type. Anyway, okay. you're right. That should be a thing we talk about. But this was the game, and it was a big hit uh, in Japan. And I think later here it did all right. Uh, yeah, it, man, the, I watched some videos on you cannot understate or overstate. You can't. You can't. You can't like not say that the Japanese don't love their Dragon Quest because they love the freaking Dragon Quest. As a matter of fact, they love it so much. There was rumors that the the Japanese government said that uh, the, the Dragon Quest releases, any subsequent releases of the game, could not be on any day except for Saturday because too many people were missing work. Oh, now, weird. that was not that was not that was actually Enix or Square Enix that that made that decision. Uh, because it was disruptive, uh, because that's how that's how ingrained it is into the culture. But if you know where the artwork comes from, the artist Akira uh, Toriyama, mm-hmm. uh, Dragon Ball. Yep. If you know anything about that, that's where all of that uh, that that you know, man, he, he, this is a, a force to be reckoned with. On uh, there's Japan. a list. So thegamer.com, I like to go there sometimes. They got pretty decent stuff. They also do a lot of rankings, a lot of sort of top list, top ten lists, that sort of thing. And they have ranked. a top 10 all Dragon Quest games ranked list. And they currently put the first game, uh, Dragon Quest 1, at the ninth best game in the series. Now, this doesn't include anything outside of, uh, let's see, where does it end? Nine? It doesn't include now, 11. Yeah, there, uh, there's, the, there's the MMO, right? They probably don't do anything with that one was is that nine i think that's is there an mmo where's that i didn't know that yeah there's a wait there's a dragon quest mmo shut up where if, if i remember my dragon quest uh homework i the one of them is definitely mmo but the people usually don't consider uh that oh really you know what list. you're right dragon quest 10 was on, it was called that's dragon it. quest 10 online there you go i didn't know this yeah this is news to me this is news to me, and I need it now. Please, oh, why, wow. why, where'd it go? I really didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't I, either until this last week. 20, Once again. 2012 or so, 11 or 12. Yeah. So that's interesting because that's a lot like the trajectory that the uh, Final Fantasy games went in, yes. where it was like single player, single player, single player, some co-op, some other stuff. Hey, we're making an MMO for one of these. Boom, there's your MMO. And then back to making you know single player games again. Um, twice in the case of Final Fantasy. They've got two of those. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 went back to single player. For, uh, 16 is single player again, but there's 14 running like a WoW there's, game, just over there doing oh, its thing. I did not know there were Dragon Quest 10. I don't know how I missed that. That's insane. Yeah, it's insane. Right. I I didn't know any much about Dragon Quest or Dragon Warrior, even though I had this this here in my NES collection. I don't know how I ended up with a Dragon Warrior, but I'll the the fact that I have a copy of Dragon Warrior and never played it back in the day tells you just how abundant this was. And the reason why uh, is because for a while, Nintendo Power, if you subscribed, 
you're getting a copy. Everybody's getting a copy. Really? They gave Dragon away. Board. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, they did that for like uh, I think they got like like unloaded like two hundred thousand of these things like uh, through uh, Nintendo Power alone. And if you're looking to pick up an original cart. Uh, of any of the Dragon Warrior series one through four is what we're covering today for the NES. Uh, it you you would this would be the one to get because it's like ten bucks most places. The other ones are like a hundred. I mean, I think this, so. uh, the first game probably still holds up okay, but they you know I, all the other rankings I could find they all put it kind of low on yeah, the list. It's it's definitely important in in what it introduces, mm-hmm. but it is a lot clunkier. And man, after you play the other ones, when you start seeing oh. Uh, parties are way more fun. It's mm-hmm. way more fun to play when you have classes and parties instead of just being a uh, soldier fighter, uh, single player, uh, doing attacks and stuff. One of the things I like about this game, that, that I did like about one, though, that I didn't see in the, the other three we covered, is when you had your random monster encounters, uh, There was the, you had the backgrounds. And, but in the later ones, they were all just black backgrounds. The, car, the characters started getting a lot uh, more... You know, looking a lot better and more. Well, it depends on what. But, so, so if you were spending time in dungeons, it was black backgrounds. Yes. But if you were out in the world, you got like trees and mountains and yeah, trees yeah. and stuff. You got to see a scorpion and doing the thing. Mm-hmm. I yeah, it. I, I like that too. Uh, okay, quick thing that explains why I didn't, I wasn't plugging my head into Dragon Quest Ten properly. That MMO never came to the states. That's why. That's a that's yeah. There's a only deal. There's a, there's a lot of things that we didn't get in the states, like we like we said at the start. Uh, Dragon Warrior released for the Famicom system in 1986 in Japan. We didn't see it until 1989 for the NES. Yeah. But good news is, we didn't have to do the stupid password save crap. The Famicom, you had to do the password save. There's no battery in that cart to save. We got the ones where you could save, which is good. Yeah, we got this, the we got the cars, grindy, the cars that go boom. Yeah, yeah. This is a, this is a grindy grindy game boy and this is it's a lot of fun but man you it's don't have to do the same thing over and over no there's time. a lot of grinding going on, on in fact on. if i if i had any complaint about the series it is that i always like the story i like the character design i like a lot about it the uh, dragon yeah. ball z artist guy what's his name uh akira he's uh, the uh, dragon right. ball z guy yeah akira yeah. Uh, toriyama 100 uh, percent across this thing if you're ever looking at the game and going yeah. why is this familiar it's because you've seen dragon or you've seen um Dragon Ball and other yeah, other animated projects. That's this dude. It's uh, this dude. And if you have the Famicom version of this, once again, the United States getting the short stick. I, I meant to put some links to the manuals and stuff, but in the in the uh, in the Dragon Quest versions in Japan, uh, they have uh, Akira's uh, art in the manuals and ours, it's got some, it's still good art. I don't want to be smirks the artist who did it. Cause it's still good, yeah. but it's not that same tone. And that's too bad. I think you wanted to talk about the dragon quest name and why it changed. Uh, oh yeah. I was going to say, so I do want yeah. to know about that, but let me, so here's what I'll do. Let me rip through this list so we can just get this out of the way. This, this is what yes. they think the top 10 games are uh, as related to the ones we're going to talk about today. So dragon All quest right. 10 is at number 11. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, number 11. At number 10, Dragon Quest 2. So they're not yes. huge fans of 2, which we'll talk about. 2 is two is poo. I, w- I will agree with that. We're going to talk about I don't that. think 2 is very two good. Is... I think 3 and 4 are pretty so good. good. But 3 and 4 two is really good. rough. Uh, Dragon Quest, the original, is at number 9. At number 8, we have Dragon Quest 6. Uh, that would have been SNES, right? No, DS cool. port. No. We came here on the DS where that happened. Right, right. Five. We as didn't well, get. We didn't after. Yeah, five and six. We didn't get at all in U.S. on the Super NES. We didn't get it until 
Uh, I, I'm not even sure if we even got it or not. Well, we did on but DS, but we didn't. I don't think okay. the GBA Please. ever got one. But we did definitely right. get DS games. Uh, seventh, we have Dragon Quest Nine. Uh, sixth, we have Dragon Quest Three. Um, number great. five, Dragon Quest Four. I think four is the best of the, of the NES run. I really like it. Yeah. Dragon Quest uh, Seven at number four. At number three, we have Dragon Quest. Uh, let's see, seven, eight, nine, ten. No, that's not ten. Five, six, seven, eight. Sorry, eight. I hate Roman numerals. I don't do them right. Uh, Dragon <laughs> Quest uh, Eleven. They have it number two, and that's the new one. Yes, I mean it's it is fan freaking task. No, Highly recommend retro, it. But you it's, can. Oh, it's so good. But you can, yeah, you can play it in two D, which I loved about when I started playing. I'm like, what? I can yeah, go back you can and play swap it? in real time. You can swap back yes. and forth in this like two D crappy thing retro look to you know one of the prettier games that year it's very very nice like a big 3d beautiful you know long distance viewing game it's very cool anyway they gave that number two i think that's deserved and their number one pick was dragon quest 5 which again didn't come to the west until the ds port in the late 2000s um but if you ever did play it it was supposed to be one of the best ones now i haven't played this one no, and um, we're going to get to four, five, and six. One, two, three has uh, a one story, and then four, five, and six has another story. So I want to play five and six because I really loved four, which is called Chapters or something. The subtitle is called uh, Chapters, and there's a reason for that. And we'll talk about that when we get to it. But yeah, um, and four, four is where uh, things kick off. I think in a way that send it for the rest. You know, that it becomes yeah. kind of the tone for the rest of everything else. This game is. Yeah, yeah. Now they figured two, it out. Two sounded like this, and you're gonna say, "Scott, that's a lot like one." It is. They they kind of all sound <laughs> because same. it's the same compose. There's what? There's some things going on here. Uh, Yuji uh, Hori, the designer, he is throughout. He's he's here everywhere. He's throughout the whole series. There's never been a Dragon Warrior quest that did not involve him, and and, and also there's tons of the same people that work on these projects. Uh, throughout the whole to time this too. day, and right? Like he still, yeah, I think he still does it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He does the. There's the new stuff is very orchestrated, like lots of orchestra-based yes. stuff. And he, he, as far as I know, writes and conducts all that. So, yep, yep. That's a, I love that uh, aspect of Japanese long-time uh, yes. projects. They tend to have the same people involved for thirty years on the same thing, and they're doing yeah. this shitty eight-bit music, and then eventually <laughs> they've got. You know, a 300-piece orchestra doing their music. I love that. Right. And who knows the characters better, man? Who who writes it better? Yeah, no. I, I love that. I think it's probably... Yeah. They're probably all miserable and wish they, you know, that they could do something new. I don't know. I actually don't know, but... Yeah, I don't know. I've, 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 I looked at a couple... Of, I did not get as, to as many interviews and reviews as I wanted to this week because it gets a little complicated about, you know, where it was released and the reviews weren't solid. I mean, it was... The reviews were good, but there wasn't a lot of them. How's that? There we go. That's where. No, I like that. I like where your yeah. where your head is. There. there was not a lot of them. Uh, so that's two. Two again. I think probably the weakest of the pile. That's yeah, you not pick my up. Favorite. You on this one, you're you're playing solo when you start, but you go out and you uh, run into other warriors up to, and you can have. I think you can add up to two more to your party. So right. there's you a have three. party of three essentially, mm-hmm. uh, which is good because now you start having some class stuff going on. Um, you're still having to manually do a lot of things. You have to equip. I think I think you start to do it too. I think you start to equip, but there's just not. It's just not that compelling. One, if if you play the first thirty minutes of this one and then you get onto three, you're like, eh, why was I playing two? 
it's that kind of thing. Yeah. It was probably fine when it came out because it was like using all these new things. But once you get to three, you're like, holy, they, they really need this. In yeah. Two. This is the game they need. Not, not two. Yeah. Um, I, I, again, you're right. At the time, it was just a sequel, but now in retrospect, I think it just doesn't hold up like the third one does. It, like I said, they they added a few new things. They did some new things, and it was it it was a step. It was just those you know it was those ugly teenage years. Mm-hmm. Well, if you yeah. play you play three, you get this sound. So a lot of the same is the point. Uh, it's the NES, man. We they, they they got out of it all they were gonna get, and these are good tracks. There's nothing wrong with them, but this is the tracks you got back then. This is how it sounded when you fought. Ooh, very intense, Brian. Very intense. Yeah, the yeah. music started getting very repetitive, but addicting. It wasn't yeah. repetitive in a bad way. It was it good. Was, I agree. Yeah, it was really good by three. Also, this had four people in your uh, in your group. So yeah. two had three, three had four. And uh, that meant a lot more going on, a lot more stuff to choose from your companions. And um, I mean, the game did become, I think, you know, in the, in the long tooth of the game all the way up to 11, the game is now known for its multi-party uh, characterizations, yeah. a lot like yeah. Final Fantasy. So it isn't just yeah. you doing stuff. You can use the power and the healing and the whatever of your of your companions. And you do it in turn-based out, you know, action like you're used to. Yeah. And if, if, you know, a couple of you die, it's all right. You can let them ghost you. you can, yeah. They can walk behind you as little ghost until you get back to town. Mm-hmm. I like, I started really feeling like getting comfortable in three. Because we, first thing you do, okay, so every Dragon Quest game up until this point and going forward, I believe, you're, it's, it's really a king's quest. It's like, the uh, first thing you do is you go, you, you either you wake up or, you, ghost, or yep. you stand right in front of the king. Yep. And you got to talk to the king and he says, go forth and do the things and save the land or the princess like you did in the first one. My by the back way. hurts. The- Go retrieve the salve of life and bring it. Yeah, it's always some complaint by the king. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The first one's stupid because you had to save the princess, but that's not really the point. That's not the point to save the princess. I mean, it's such it's such a letdown. Really, the, the point of the whole game, here's a spoiler from a game from 1989, is to make the decision about whether to join the dark side or not is what it really is all about. Um, but yeah, you save the princess. But here again, you're 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 sent forth by the king, and you go to the to the to the local bar, and uh, you you pick yourself some uh, you pick yourself some some uh, companions, and you know from different classes. So you got yep. a healer, and you got some soldiers, and you, know, you got you got different classes, and it's it's time to get on going on an adventure. Scott. Yeah, yeah. The game the game sh- I think shaping up for what it's going to be long term here. Uh, chat room reminds us that the composer for. Uh, yes, Dragon Quest Eleven passed since the yeah, Kochi uh, game. Uh, Shugiyama passed, uh, so so Dragon's Quest Twelve. That'll have somebody uh, is, else. Is yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. know yet what that'll we mean. All right, now we get to the one that I think is the bomb. Send down the bride. Send in the bride, everybody. Yes. What you're hearing there, if I can find the volume button, is the beginning of Dragon Quest IV, the final installment on the Nintendo Entertainment System, or dra- yeah. sorry, we- Dragon Warrior Four. Yeah, right? and by this time we've we've introduced stuff like uh, day-night cycles, so we're seeing you know more classes, more towns and villages and places to visit. Uh, you've got vaults store golden items and that kind of stuff already it's a more colorful game too green. i thought like it just it is pu- has a punch yeah. to it i still don't like that the outdoor fights 
get rid of the backgrounds. I think it's annoying. Yeah. I do too. Um, it, it makes me sad because I like I like seeing the backgrounds. How uh, much does it cost to render a couple of backgrounds? I don't, I don't know, but I do know this. Each version of these, I played I played these all in the Mr. FPGA, which if you don't know what that is, it's hardware emulation. Uh and I uh so usually anything that happens here in my ROMs also happen in the original ROMs. And so getting more and more uh delayed screen tearing at the tops and the bottoms, meaning that they're trying to save and swap out as much memory as they can. So they're definitely using every last ounce of, of mojo they can get out of the NES. Oh, no doubt. 1990. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. This was that, that was that time. Um, because new consoles are right around the corner. You had to squeeze that lemon, man. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Squeeze, squeeze it, baby. It real good. You had to squeeze until the slime came out. Now, had we been around, um, well, uh, had we been around for five uh, or if they'd sent five over here is what I'm trying to say. I can't think of the right, way right, I'm right, trying right. to say that. You would have heard this. Oh, shit. Oh, God, listen to that, that Super Nintendo uh, freaking sound chip, man. Yeah. Sony put us a nice little 16, uh, just put us a little chip in our 16-bit system, didn't they? Yes, yeah. They did. Listen to that thing. <laughs> it reminds me of Mario or something. But It totally reminds yeah. me of Mario. Yeah. I mean that was the that was the great 16-bit era for Nintendo games, and I feel like this stuff. Ah, it's a bummer it didn't come here. I mean, it did come here, but it came here in a weird way, and not in the hate yeah. in the height of the game's popularity and all that. Um, I just wanted to mention it. We're not really covering it for the SNES, but Five is the game I wanted to play. I guess I can play it now. Right, but it's a DS port. I don't want to play a DS port. You know? Yeah, I don't want to play that. I I I don't mind playing a DS port, but I want my first experience with it to be that. Right? So yeah, yeah. Dragon Warrior didn't even hit until 1992 on the NES. By the way, it was 19. I got to go back and adjust my dates because all those dates were for the Japanese releases. And I usually do North American releases, especially when we're talking about North North American releases. Yeah. Um. Oh, but I didn't ever tell you about the reason why it wasn't called. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to, let's get yeah, to this because yeah. this is fascinating to me. So tell me how yeah. this went down. So Dragon Warrior Four was uh, in, in Japan was called Dragon Quest Four Chapters of the Chosen, and you would understand because this game is played in chapters, and you start out as the companions. But so the reason why we couldn't have Dragon Quest in the U.S. is because it was a tabletop game called Dragon Quest Bastards. One Word. Yeah. that was already out there. So they had to come up with something uh, a little different. So they went with Dragon Warrior, and they never gave us some of the subtitles, you know, like the, the, the you know, what's not subtitles, the taglines, the chapters of the chosen, which would which would have been cool. I, I appreciate the fact that you're telling me right there in the game's name, what, what it, you know, how it's going to be a little bit different. We're going to be playing as the companions first, leading up to chapter f- four companions, leading up to chapter five, mm-hmm. when we finally get to meet our hero, who usually... Up until this point, I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, incest going on in the uh, in the Dragon Warrior world. I think there's a lot of uh, you know close close relations is what I'm thinking. A lot yeah. of seems like there's always the ruling class and it always seems to be part of the same family. Just saying. Yeah, no, I, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. Castles and gold, baby. Yep, all the castles, all the gold. Um, anyway, it was a good run, and uh, I cannot say enough good things about. The newer did you games. get to play four much? It uh, at I all did. because I, I did play four. Four is great. I like four. I I almost couldn't stop. And <laughs> if I hadn't have been sick last night, I was planning on playing more of four. Yeah, four uh, hooked me it, in it, in a way that the others didn't. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, like back in the day, excuse me, I played four 
I don't think right. I finished it, but I, I had four, owned four. Don't know where that cartridge went. And uh, liked it then. And now playing it, all of these obviously have aged. There's a lot of issues with like UI and, you know, we, we, we've been spoiled by newer innovations and in how we interact with the world and that sort of thing. Um, right. But f- of the four that I fired up and messed around with this week, four really got me, like had me going and I wanted to keep going. I didn't expect that. I expected all of them to kind of go, oh, okay, yeah, these are great in the day and they're worth talking about, obviously. But I was surprised that four had me kind of hooked. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was. I, yeah, like you could. You. I that was. But by the way, before my before my uh, Steam Deck thing popped, that's where I was playing. This. <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah. I gotta kill that freaking Draki. I gotta kill him. Yeah, must Matt. die. Oh no, my stick, Snap. my stick. I guess I wasn't. You, you wouldn't use dual sticks on that game anyway. But right, I was playing about, on the D pad. Uh, do you ever? So, the, so the, the really interesting thing we didn't talk about uh, that this whole series is how all the stats are handled. And I didn't know this until uh, later in my plays, but apparently uh, when you're playing early on, mm. like the fr- uh, definitely in the first game, I'm not sure about the rest of them, but definitely in the first game, if you t- your first four characters of your, I think, eight or nine character names possibility, yep. that is where there's some mathematical computation uh, to determine what your starting stats are. Mm-hmm. It doesn't affect you in the long run because the way the upgrade path and experience path goes, by the time you get to the end, you'll be well ready to fight against the uh, against the boss. So you don't have to worry about that as far as you're picking your name. But you can end up with a cooler uh, character at the beginning if you get the right, uh, if you do the right characters that have, that there's there's like charts and stuff on, there's nerds on the internet, Scott. Oh, yeah. And they've come yeah. up with formulas and it's all based upon uh, variable uh, values placed to each letter, and then whatever remainder is left over after a calculation. Wow, that's your stats. And I mean, so, that's great, but I can't live like that. Can't live like that, man. <laughs> no, that's man. not me. Those, that's not that's the level not nerd. Me. That's not my level of nerd. Although I respect it, I do. I truly respect it, but it's, uh, it's right. a little rough. Uh, there was also these Game Boy, uh, the, you mentioned them, but the Dragon Warrior Monsters Game Boy Color game, but there was also the uh, Game Boy Color ports of one through three. They look pretty good. They look I all right. I played them a little bit, and they look fan-freaking-tastic, and, you know, it's all the same, basically the same game. They're just, uh, they say yeah. remakes, but I mean, it's pretty much the same they're story. Just, and they're stuff. just ports, really yeah, which is fun. really good. They called them Quest, though. In that right? Yeah, they they finally yeah they finally did get the no that it was called Dragon Warrior one and two and and then the three I think I think three had Dragon quest Warriors, something you know, something the, had quest uh, no three didn't either you might be right yep. three didn't either no I'm looking at it now yep, yep, yep. that's unfortunate I just I don't that, know. that's but by the time we get to like later on we finally start getting I don't know what the, I don't know what happened to the Dragon Quest board game. But it's apparently between sometime between five, six, and then when we get to seven, I guess there was just like whatever, we're gonna call it what we want. Yeah, we're just gonna we give it whatever name we Let feel like. Boy, it sure animated well on that Game Boy version. I do like that. It looks it's amazing that only uh just so many years later yeah. that that you get this on the Game Boy color and man, it it looks really good. I love the color. Yeah. I was a big fan. Yeah. I sat I would be at work and I'm like, I need a break. And I get all sit on the toilet and I would play Mario Golf for the for the Game Boy Color for hours. Yeah. By the oh, time I they got to game. Dragon Warrior 4, by the way, the character designs, the character sprites were so charming. I loved all of them. The slimes continued to be amusing uh, and goofy and silly. 
and you know the the drackies and just every everything going forward. The slimes just, are are, are iconic. Like at this point, yeah. they you put them up there with like the greatest uh, enemies in the history of video games. Yeah, you inc- if you do a list of a hundred, you include the slimes. <laughs> yeah, if you, I don't yeah. understand the logic breaks for me though. Like I sometimes I okay, so I noticed that a lot of a lot of versions of these games I played uh, one through four on the NES. I noticed that they were lulling me into a false sense of security to increase uh, uh, the level of my mistakes. Mm. So when I when I would when I would leave the castle, there's random there's there is some random number generation, but it's really I think from screen to screen because I think when you get to a certain area, then it's time based for the random encounters. I, I kind of noticed that, but anyway, the further when you're walking away from the castle. You, you're on your quest. You're walking away from the castle. You, you don't encounter very many things at all. Nothing. That's true. And then yeah. you get then you get like about halfway across the map, and you run into a dead end. You're like, oh, oh no, I'm running into a dead end. Let me turn it around. And you turn it around, and every step you take going back towards the castle, there's random encounters like crazy. So they get you to get far away from town because that's what you need. You need to bring the medical herbs. If you don't bring the medical herbs, you can't heal. Mm. And if you don't have a healer with you, you're screwed. Mm. So you got to go back to town to get some rest. Yeah. And, uh, and that's what happens. So you, you, you get this false sense of security. You get way away from the castle and you're like, Oh, ain't nothing out here. Yeah. I'm just going to go here and look at it. And next thing you know, you're turning around, you're trying to run away constantly. And this is where I was trying to get to. Why can't I run away from slimes? How are they blocking my exit? I've mm. seen these guys. Mm. They're about ankle height. I think I could jump over them. Have I we, don't. That doesn't make no sense to have me. Have we talked about how long it's taken me to get over random battles <laughs> as a mechanic? Like I, I have had to fight that in me so hard. I hate them. Right. Generally speaking, I hate them. I've had to learn to deal with it because there are some modern JRPGs I really enjoy, and they use that as a, you know, a continuum mechanic. I much prefer to be able to see what I'm going to attack. I'll, and by the way, eleven yeah. lets you see; it's not random, so you can be you can choose right. to fight or not. I love that. Um, but but the games that don't, I've always had like a real bone to pick with those games. These yeah. are part of that tradition, and I think it's it does suffer from too much. I move two inches, bam! I'm in another fight. I can't run. I got to right. fight slimes. Like there is a lot of that. Once you uh, once you get yeah. so Pokemon wouldn't exist without this, right? Right. So. The random encounters, those, I, I, I like them because it gives you an opportunity to, you know, maybe can do some, you can, you can do some collecting. Anyway, on this game, I didn't like the random encounters either when at first, but then I was like, you know what, this is kind of smart. This is a kind of a, 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 a way to barrier things in so that I don't get too far away, so that I explore areas closer to me fully instead of doing what my American mind wants to do. It's like, I'm going to head west as fast and as far as I can go right now. And then I get screwed. So I, I feel like the random encounters, if, if I played it, if I played it more conservatively and, gr- and, and did the grinding and exploring is, is the, the invisible fence they put up around me. I think yeah. I would do better. I think it yeah. would do better. I agree. I think so too. But, you really uh, should. If yeah. you're not, have you played 11? You played a little on game pass, right? Yeah, I loved I loved eleven when I played of it, and I loved going into two D and then popping back out. And yeah, going into I gotta 3D. go. Back. I gotta just, go play that more. Good, I didn't beat yeah, it, I, but I got pretty. Far. I didn't beat it, mm. but this is true of me and most JRPGs. I don't usually beat them. 
Yeah. My friends like, who do. I'm, yeah. I, I, I want to be some JRPGs, but man, that's the thing about JRPGs. They are grindy. Mm-hmm. And so 20, 40 hours, real easy to invest into a into a single game, basically doing the same yeah. game loop over and you over again. You get to a desert okay. in those things, and I don't mean a physical desert, but like a place where it just right. feels like every fight is a grind. And How, how I can I that. complain about playing 40 hours on Dragon Warrior when I've played at least twice that on Candy Crush, which is way more repetitive. What's wrong with it? It is, but the reward system is more prescient. So like, (laughs) yeah, like you're getting that all the time. It's a little bit like when I play the vampire survivor style games, I've been playing a lot of those, including vampire survivors. And it's, and it's a, that game is about constant um, feeding of your brain's need for um, chemical called Um, matching. Now, what's the chemical in your brain? The dopamine. Serotonin? Dopamine. So you're always getting oh, oh, dopamine, yeah, dopamine, and you're getting it constantly. Yes. Wham, wham, wham. Do an upgrade. Wham, wham, wham. That was beautiful, killing all those dudes. Ooh, do another upgrade. Do another upgrade. Get another, Ooh, another weapon. shiny, sparkly. Yeah, so it feels like you're always gaining, and you're doing it quick. Whereas these games, yeah. they have that in the beginning, but later on, it's like, oh, you're in a flat part of the curve, and you just right. got to... Pick away at things until finally you ding again or whatever. Like, I just think yeah. there's a, what does Bo call it? Oh, he calls it the ding desert. And I agree with him. The ding desert. Yeah. And most like free to play games that want you to spend money. Yeah. They, their ding desert is a place where you're going to be stuck in that grind town until you spend some money. Yeah. Yeah. You want to get out of this? Yeah. Uh, you've progressed quite nicely so far, haven't you? Mm-hmm. But now. Yeah, so what now I've done is, money. what I've realized is the random, battle, random battles aren't the problem for me. They never yeah. have been. I thought they were, but that isn't the problem. The problem is the lack of meaningful progression in late yeah. game. That's the problem. Yeah. I don't yeah. mind, I don't mind whatever mechanic you throw at me. I just don't feel like I'm getting, I'm not getting rewarded enough for my dumb monkey brain to want to keep going. Right. You know and that's saying? the thing in this in this game. I I feel like it's actually the Dragon uh, Dragon Warrior Dragon Quest series uh, up to four at least. I could speak to <clears throat> that. I feel like um, my I, I'm actually trying to look for the random. I'm playing a lot different than when I went in. Mm-hmm. Like I said, when I went in, I was like gung ho. I got to make it to the next town. And now I'm like, oh, I need to circle my way around town. It's kind of slowly, yep. you know, edge out and get a little further. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like waiting for my random encounters because I'm like, oh, if I get this random encounter, uh, then I can, you know, can, I can increase my uh, experience and therefore right. then I can go up to this next little section. By the way, people have maps about what level you've got to be in to even walk in certain the pixels you can't even there's certain areas that you can't even go to really until you get to a certain area yeah it's like so you get to a certain level so it's like oh i'm gonna get i'm gonna get whacked i'm gonna get whacked i don't like any of that <laughs> it just sounds like it would bore me after a while <laughs> well you know we were in a different time we talked about the manuals earlier this was a time when we were still marrying pen and paper yeah. uh, to our video games where we were making our own maps writing down our own stats so we're you know we're extending uh, the gameplay uh, by doing exploration and writing that data down, and now we're just kind of we were, we're you know it's like I'll just Google it. I'll well, just, if anything, we're going it. back to that. You know, we're we're yeah we're we're enjoying tabletop in a way that we haven't in a very long time. D D and D's having a real freaking moment, right? Um, so you know some of that stuff you return to, but you're right. Like from a digital standpoint, this was early days. Yeah, man. Yeah. Bring uh, out bust out that oh. 
I did call a, I called a hotline yesterday. Dag, I wish I, I meant to bring you it up. You called a hotline? Um, Explain. I called a hotline yesterday. There okay. was the, uh, it was one, I think it was the Dragon Warrior uh, manual, and oh, it was, oh, let me see if I can find the number. I'd love for you to call it. Let we could do it right now. I can do it on the air. Yeah, let me, let, well, you keep talking. I'm going to see if I can locate it in my history, because I think it was, let me see if I can see. I mean, if you look that. for Dragon Warrior, um, whoops. Dragon Warriors. It was a PDF or something, though. I got to see when I was streaming last when I looked at it. Support line. Mm. Let's see if anything oh, man. Comes we got it. Also, I learned some stuff about Kyrandia. There was a person. We talked about Mastodon before the show. Mastodon Social Network. Yeah. Uh, that's not really a Twitter replacement, but it is a place a lot of people are. are it's are it's a federated. Their, go look up federated. They're putting uh, their, well, just look up yeah. Mastodon. You'll understand. Yeah, they're putting they're putting their social uh, social uh, energy into into Mastodon. Anyway, there was somebody who came in because I had uh, named Karandia, and I was like, "Oh, what does that mean?" I started doing some research, and that was oh, now. There's another freaking game I want to play. It's this retro. Hmm. Uh, let me see. Did you find it? I'm still looking because I want to call this so bad. It was fantastic. It actually was it was 800 number, and they actually was a message there and oh my god where is it at i know I it's definitely know. Oh, wait a minute wait, wait a minute i see it i see voice calls i did a voice call let's see if it's the number still in my history um yes here it is are you oh, ready yeah give it to me 800 <clears throat> okay it's 1-800-937-9375 five, yeah what's that in sorry i'm just reading it back 800-937 yes five 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 seven is that it? The Seven. whole thing? Yes, that was it. It was uh, 1-800-937-5557. Okay, let's and see what this we was a. This was in the Dragon... It was either Dragon Warrior 2. 2? Was it 2? Manual? Let me see. Oh, I love that. This call may be recorded for quality assurance. Cool. We have a special promotion today for select callers. If you are over 50, please press 1 now. For what? If not, press 2. I'm going to say no. Thank you for your help with our survey. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did too. I said no. That's great, dude. And, and thank That's you for freaking great. Participating in our survey, and then it's like, nope, you're not old enough to be playing Dragon Warrior. Oh, that's that's freaking hilarious. <laughs> so wait a minute, though. If I'd have hit over, what would it have done? I I don't know. I I didn't want to call back because I was wanting to see what you would do because I didn't want to know the answer because I was like, let's just see what happens. You, uh, you think it would just you think it would just do the same? I thing? I think it would do the same thing. I think it's just a survey. I think yes, it's, like it's a some, survey of if you're under. That's the whole survey. Yeah. If you're over, I, I think it's some 50? somebody else has the number now. It's kind of like the old Sega number right. that's now like you know some two who knows. They take over the number. It's it's on some card, some medical card. Who who freaking knows? Right. What what kind of survey is that though? How binary? <laughs> Are you under fifty or over fifty? Thanks. <laughs> Video game support phone lines. All right, I'm gonna see if there's one in here that we can just. Right. Okay. Voice lines of. Okay. No, I don't want that. Hundred powerful video game quote. No, I don't want that either. None of this is here. All right. Well, screw it. Let me see if I can find one to find. The What's the Nintendo one? The the old. Uh, you'd have to call. Oh Nintendo. yeah. The, 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 the I can't remember. I know what you're talking about though. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. What, uh, what was like a power when they under power or something too stupid? It like was like power. Was, yeah, like Nintendo. I don't freaking know. Okay, you know what? I'm going to just call one of these weird ones here. Just for fun. Now you got me in the mood. Um, <laughs> okay, where is it? The strangest one. I'm going to keep looking to see if I can find that pronunciation thing. you can find. Okay, here's one. What's the number? Here we go. 
All right, let's call this number. This may not work. I don't freaking know. All right, here we go. Oh, it just hangs up? Well, that's some horse that's shit. Sucky. What's right. the point of that? I need does a real he, one. He doesn't even want to know if I'm 50. Okay, about, <laughs> yeah, no. All right, here's an 800 number that we'll just try. Here, here we go. What kind of survey is that? Doesn't even want to know if I'm 50. Jeez. Jane Industries? Thank you for calling MCI. Oh. Our system indicates you are calling from... Save Vandalay! 0147104462. If this is the number you are calling about, press 1. If not... If calling to confirm your telephone number, press 1. <laughs> what? I know my telephone number. Right, screw you, lady. I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> okay, so I finally posted in there uh, the, that number that I got... Uh, I posted in the Discord server. Yeah, it was from the Dragon Warrior Four manual, uh, and it was about get serious, get the Dragon Warrior Four RPG hint book from Tokuma Publishing, the Hint Book Authority. Serious help from the publisher of over two hundred book titles for Nintendo games. Yeah, and that was where that number. That's was where from. that number was from. There it is, one eight hundred nine three seven. Okay, so uh, basically, what this proves is this shit just it, it, they they dies. give it up and they give it to somebody else, and now somebody else yeah. uses it. I, the skits just posted uh, in the chat room, posted the uh, the Nintendo tip line. 1-900-288-0707. Let's call it and see if Nintendo still got their tip line. I bet they don't, but we're going to find out. Where are we going? Where are we going? We are not here. <laughs> oh, it just hangs up. <laughs> That's like Alex. I think that means it's gone. Also, yeah, it's a 900 it's number. It may not let me call that out of here. Let me try. Ah, uh, That's true, too. We talked about it before. Yeah, can't sometimes yeah those, are, those are toast. All yeah. right. Well, we tried. Good times. Yeah. Good times. If you guys at home have any weird old numbers you want us to call, let us know. We'll do it on the show. We'll do it. Uh, all right. Well, that's basically it. That's your look at Dragon Quest slash Dragon, uh, or sorry, Dragon Warrior, which uh, you should go back and check out. I think four in particular. I think it's. I think it's real good. Yeah, I think it's solid. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. But now, this destroy it. <laughs> Time for me and Brian to play Guess My Game. We take some audio from an old game. We play it. We give each other hints and we try to guess. I'm um, gonna start. And I'm going to pick one that's a little, not cheaty, but I don't know. The date's a little cheaty. Like what we call retro is a little. Well, anyway, I'll explain it. It's a GBA game. That's allowed, right? I can do that. Yeah. Okay. It's a GBA game. Uh, It came out in, where's my date? 2002. 20 years ago. Okay. A little more than 20 years ago. August 12th of 2002. It's a game I enjoyed greatly. Oh. And uh, also found out they're making a reimagining of it now. Oh, so like uh, you, uh, when you say you enjoyed it greatly, like, you know, from the cart down, I mean, you looked, just like, loved all of it. You just, I like, loved all of it inside the cart. I looked inside. I rubbed my finger on it. Mm-hmm. Right. What's it taste like? Uh, <laughs> ma- uh, baby boogers. So uh, Baby boogers. Yeah. Interesting. No, I think the switch. Have you done the switch lick thing? Have you tasted it? I, I'm chicken. I can't do you it. you got to do it. I can't do it. You guys, what would it take on Patreon for us to get um, <laughs> to get Brian to lick a freaking Nintendo cartridge? Live for the first time reaction uh, to crap in my pants. I would love that. Those things, I, I would love I would, that. I've I would done do it that. twice because I wanted to test I it, do. and I think I you should do it. We'll talk. I'll do that while you while at the same time you're doing a 9-volt battery lick. How about that? Oh, I hate those so much. You know how much I hate those. <laughs> God, they're the worst. I really do hate doing that. Is oh, that God, how, so wait, do you feel about the game cartridge the way I feel about licking a nine volt battery? 
Yeah. Okay, then I understand. I'm not going to make you do it because I hate well, licking nine volt batteries. I'll do it for money though. I okay, mean, that's different. All right, Patreon this, support absolutely. You I'm know a, what? I'm, I'm a you know I'm cheap. Patreon. We'll figure out something. <laughs> buy, We're going to make Brian my. lick a Brian's going to lick a cart. And if you don't you know, the reason my. this is even a thing is switch carts all have this nasty taste on purpose, so that little yeah. kids don't choke on them. They want to. Yeah, and I have no. I've never looked it up. I've never looked up any description. I'll I'll keep myself. A virgin on it. I've never looked up any what what exactly the nasty taste is, but I would if I do taste it. I got to be able to at least identify what I think it is. Like you know, they put that egg smell, rotten egg smell, in gas. Yeah. So you would describe it as rotten eggs. I, I have no clue what what a, a switch cart must taste like. I've never even looked it up. I don't even want to know. I will say it's foul. I will say that. Right. I and I get worried all the time because oh, they just said in the chat room too. Um, this is the thing I always worry about, and I've come very close to doing this. Cole Cash has done this as well. I'll I'll be trying to I'll be like, oh, I got to take this card out, and then I got to open the other uh, case so they can get the other card out. Yeah. And of course, I I want to put the I want to put it in my mouth, yeah. and I always catch myself right before I go ah. Yeah, because your mouth is a good me. your mouth is a good third hand, you know. <laughs> right, yeah, you almost got me, Nintendo. Uh, no, I'm no. not doing it. You're not doing it. All right, well, we'll figure no. out a trick here. Uh, here's my <laughs> thing. This is 2002 Game Boy Advance. Let's see if you can figure it out. Ah, uh, this is uh, funky. Right, that was just the opener. Some actual gameplay coming up. Jeez. Nope, it sounds a little like it, doesn't it? It's funny you say that because it is like that. It's not a sh- it's is not it? a first person shooter. I'll tell you that. No, is it is it a top down? It is side scrolling. Side scrolling. Definitely got a, a James Bond vibe to the, the music, though. Yeah, it does. I love this game. Chat room says Choplifter. Incorrect. Urban Yeti. Uh, it's not incorrect. the 2D version of Choplifter? Come on. Nope. Or the 2D side scrolling Choplifter? Nope. None of that. Chop scroller? Why did anyone ever make a full, make an open world full 3D Choplifter? Why doesn't that exist? That's a good question. I play the shit out of that. All right. Do you give up? Do you want any other hints? I'm going to say. Okay, you know what? I'll give you the, other the, other platforms because this showed up right. on Adobe Flash was the first place it began. Oh, okay, interesting. So, is this? Are you? Are you? Uh, mm, okay. Let's say that one of the publishers is Newground. Interesting. Okay, that makes sense. That so makes sense. We're I'm entering a very specific that. era in internet-y game we are, crossover. You say it was originally released in 2002, so it's got to be kind of a you know a, a simpler. Uh, game. It's a battle mechanic. Is um, let's say they were. Are you, they are also you, are you jumping between trains? Are you jumping between trains? Is like a lot of stuff going on in the background. No, is there's it, stuff in the background, but I wouldn't say you're jumping between trains. No, I would say this is like a, a laser too. It's like a combination. If I could compare them to it, I would say this is a combination of uh, not Metal Gear. What's it called? The uh, the the SNK slug. Metal, slug. Metal Slug. Thank you. It's like a combination yeah. of Metal Slug meets. Uh, this uh, is uh, this is uh, tank you, deluxe. I, give, I don't know. I'll give you up. another. I'll give you another couple hints. Okay. PlayStation Two, yeah. GameCube, Xbox, mobile phone. Uh, <laughs> You're just naming devices. Gizmondo. Tell me any. <laughs> Do you remember the Gizmondo? They made it for that. Right. Uh, Game Boy Advance, G- Xbox 360, and iOS eventually got a, a port of it. 
The only other thing I'll tell you is these guys went on to make a very popular game called Castle Crashers. That is the oh, last okay. thing. Oh, okay. Castle Crashers. Wait, wait. Oh, um. Holy hell, I can see it, but I can't think of the name. Um, and this is, to is talk it, about a game where I usually go just to record some audio from it and not play too long. I played this for two hours the other day. It's like. The developer is uh, the behemoth. The behemoth made it. No, I can. The behemoth is um, a big giant game. It's uh, incorrect. <laughs> I will give you the actual name. The name is Alien Hominid. Alien, Alien Hominid, Hominid, of course. And the chat room got it. a couple of people in the chat room got it. Good lord! Uh, Why could that was like I was buried deep in the back of my brain. I couldn't. I could see the. I could see the game, but I couldn't freaking think of the freaking name of it. Yep. And I don't know what they're working on now. They have not done anything since Pit People, which I enjoyed. It was a turn-based thing. Oh yeah, Pit People was good. It was really good. Battle Block Theater before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so their last game was Pit People in 2017. God, I love uh, this game too. I don't know what they're working on now, but I really like these guys, and I hope they're working on yeah. something cool. I oh, Alien! Here it is, so Alien funny. Hominid Invasion. It's basically oh. a uh, a reimagining of Alien Hominid. I'm all in on oh. this. Yeah. I'm dealing with that, dude. Hominid. I, know, I can't. I, why do I have a mental block on Alien Hominid? I can't for some reason that just will not stick in my brain. I don't know, but it's awesome. even seeing it. I just I want to say, I'm like, that's not it. Yeah. This thing, by the way. So the game released in 20, 2002. This this flash game for the Newgrounds was right. so popular, twenty million hits on that thing in almost no Good time. Uh, later that year, they're working on a console version, and they did that. Anyway, it's three dudes. They I, I always respect this stuff. I think this is great. Yeah. So uh, very excited. I, I want to play Fat Princess again. I haven't played that in forever. Dude, Fat Princess that? rocked. That was such a good game. What a fun effing game! I need more games yeah. like that in my life. Oh, okay. Sony, what have but you I done? I always think of this. Anyway, Brian, I'm going to play yours now. So you failed. Now you're my turn. Oh, oh, so now I feel stupid because I brought an easy present. I thought I'll give Scott something easy since it's almost Christmas. Okay. Scott gives me alien hominid. Yep. Hard name to remember. I'll admit it's a little tricky, but yours is from the arcade in 84. Is is there anything else I need to know? Oh, yeah. And I said R8 for some reason, but it's the arcade. (laughs) Trust me. R8. R8. It's not R8. It's arcade. What is IREM next to this? What does that mean? Oh, IREM. That was the, uh, that's the, uh, that's the, 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 uh, the arcade maker manufacturer. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. IREM. IREM. I don't remember them. Okay. Well, let's let's play it. Yeah. I didn't remember much about them either, but that was, uh, I've seen, I see them pop up every once in a while. Sure. Well, let's see where we, where we go with this one. Here we go. I know this. I know you do. And if I had started playing this first, you would have guessed it right away. It's the reason why I did a little. Oh. What is this? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, um, Konami. Uh, uh, it was a vertical screen and, and you were little karate dudes. And you would fly, <laughs> you dude. would jump really high on the screen. Oh, shit. Because that's a little guy going, yeah, yeah. It's not like yeah. a chicken. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember the name of this. 
Yes, this is uh, developers Ira and Nintendo and Data East and Berkeley Systems. They Data did East. Kung Fu Master. Kung, Kung Fu Master. Master. It's not. I, that's the game I was thinking of, but it's not Konami. I thought it was Konami. No, no. This is uh, the. I don't know if Konami ever released a, a version or something for a for a console or something. But uh, Iron was the one that oh. I remember at the arcade. That's this is where I played this. Man, you just stuck a knife into my childhood because this yeah. would have been right around the time that we stopped working with Data East for my dad's uh, game yes. making business. So we we ended our relationship with Zor, the first uh, game presented in stereo. That was our big deal. Yes. Oh. It was a top down flight thing, and then prior to that. Um, uh, what was the lock and chase? Right, which is right. Pac Man ripoff, and it was right after all of that we stopped. This game came right after that. This nice. would have been yeah. we would have had this game in my dad's main, uh, warehouse had we stayed with them, but we didn't. And you would have just like in our just like in our uh, uh, game today, Dragon Warrior versus Dragon Quest. This was Kung Fu Master in the uh, in the U.S. and then it was known as Spartan X in Japan. <laughs> Spartan X, that's stupid. Spartan X. That's stupid. Usually we get the dumb one, but that's dumb. <gasps> and did you know, did you know that there was a, a long lost Kung Fu Master sequel found? No, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. no. True story. Tell me more. I didn't either until I started researching this uh, earlier this week. Back in 2015, uh, there was a prototype for uh, Kung Fu Master 2. Can I and I, I was going to post the video link in the, uh, in the chat room, but it's a French guy talking about it. And I, I kind of watched the video a little bit, but. Kung Fu Master. I found the net. There's a Nest Kung Fu Master of the game. sequel. Let me see real quick. This is Hold called on. Kung Fu Master Two. Let me just turn this on. Kung Fu Master Data East. Oh, this 7800 got a version of this. Oh, the 7800 baby. Yeah, let me see if I can get it to play. My 7800. Yeah, it's not gonna work. My emulation on Atari stuff has been crashing. I don't know why. Yeah. I'm gonna kill that real quick here. Goodbye. Okay. Hopefully it doesn't crash our, our show. Um, all right. That is, uh, that's that's that. We did that. Now yeah. this. Kung Fu. Kung Fu Panda. No. Master. Uh, time for us to read an email from listeners. And uh, we're going to start with this one. This is just a quick email from uh, Mark Tudor in New York City. New York City. Hi, get Mark. a rope. He says, hello, Scott and uh, Brian. I've been listening to a few episodes of Play Retro, and I enjoy them very much. Would you consider doing a show or segment about the PC-based text adventure games produced by Infocom? Mm. Oh, hell yeah. Of course. Uh, They were very unique games that came out in the uh, late 80s, not long before graphic gaming became popular. Um, Each game came with feelies, which were physical, tangible items included with the game. You could also purchase Invisiclue. Uh, separately for game hints, the hints were written in invisible ink, and a special marker would reveal them as the hints. Oh my god, I love hints. gimmicks! I know it's so good. Drink more uh, Ovaltine, an effing commercial. I know, right? The games touched upon many genres such as mystery, horror, comedy, crime, and a few sci-fi games. In fact, one of the sci-fi games was Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I remember this. Oh man, it was partly designed by Douglas Adams himself, who was the author of the books. The Infocom company had a uh, very great, uh, sorry, a very interesting and unusual history, and I believe it would provide enough material for the Play Retro show. I agree, dude. Oh, yeah, that is a great suggestion. We yeah. have to what to. We're doing Infocom early. Yeah, that that's be early twenty twenty three. This yeah, we're right around the corner. Yeah, yeah watch for this coming in early in the year because that's that's a real good one. We also received a text from a listener that I will now uh, read. This came from Ryan Mayer in Namamayo, British Columbia. Nana, oh. Nana Emo? Nana Emo. Nana Emo. I'm not sure how you say it. Nana Emo. 
says, play retro. Just listen to your show on the 8 and 16-bit wrestling games, although this yes. technically applies its 16-bit arcade game. I played a lot oh, of the yeah. 1985 game Matt Mania, uh, a.k.a. Exciting Hour. I don't know Ooh, what that means. I think I remember this one. Yeah. Says well, great in my research. Great memories of uh, heading to the billboard. Sorry, to the billiard hall to play this one. Um, enjoying the retro memories, uh, Ryan. That sounds interesting. I don't remember that game at all. Matt Mania. I only remember it when I was doing uh, the when I was doing my research. I remember this is one of the ones that people were were uh, showing. It was oh here it, it is weird. Yeah, it, it was it called like, Matt Mania. Uh, the Pro Wrestling Network was the colon yeah. subcolon name. And there's not much info here except, let's see, on the wrestling world, everything is possible. Matt Mania's exciting hour couldn't be different. The player needs to face at least five fighters to get the big belt and turn yourself into the, the wrestler. Big belt. <laughs> it says, turn, your, turn yourself into the first wrestler on the news. That's weird. Isn't it such a great idea? What yeah. do you want to do? Well, I want to go wrestle with another man until I can win a big giant belt and hold it over my head and then take it home and wear it with my Speedo. Yep. You want to hear the name of the people you fight? Check this out. Aranha. Aranha. Kung Fu Fighter. Oh. Yeah. Everybody's Kung Fu fighting. Uh, Coco Savage. Oh, geez. <laughs> Coco. No, it's Coco Savage. Savage. Uh, Piranha. And then the, like, one final person named Blue's Blood. Blue's Blood. You yeah. want to see Bluey? How about Bluey's Blood? Yeah. And the art is garbage. I got to send garbage. this to you. This is so bad. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Chat room. We've found a real get here. This is now, garbage. I'm looking at the 7800 version as well for the Atari. We talked about that earlier. There's an Atari 7800 version as well. Kind of excited about it. Look, look at this thing on the stream. Uh, it'll show up give for a second. That, give me that. Uh, exciting hour. Here it is. Uh, look at this art. I mean, did they hire? Oh, the, I like that, did, man. Did, did look they, at that. Did they hire the kid that sat next to me in detention? Because I feel like I've seen this there. Like, I freaking love it. That is, that is, oh, wow. That is cool, man. Yep. If you ever wanted to give your that junior is, high friend a little sweet. bit of money, here's what he would come up with. So. That's not how abs work. That is sweet. I love it. Ooh, we got a bird. Look at this. Does it, where's the, where's the, where's the bird? He's flipping a bird down is? here, this guy in the mask. Look at that. Oh, he is shooting a bird. I'll be daggest fig typical. Well, I think but it's, culturally they don't care over there. But like wait, wait, wait. I think his hand is backwards. Is that right? I don't think that's... Can you make that? I think you're right. right. I think the hand is backwards. Sure. Yep. Also, this guy, I don't know what's Rookie going on mistake. with his armpit, but it's effed. Um, Rookie God mistake, putting the hands on backwards. Yep. Absolutely. Um, I don't think... This guy at the bottom just giving me the willies. Get the red <laughs> lips, man. And then this dude up here with the mismatched beard and mustache plus hair that doesn't look like it's the same guy. Wait, you you can bring nunchucks to the to a wrestling match? Wait a minute. <laughs> That's what they always say. Don't bring a gun to a knife fight or a knife to a gunfight, and yeah. don't bring a, a afro to a, to a still still cage match. Yeah. yeah, don't bring nunchucks to a still cage match. Or nunchucks, not afro. <laughs> Why did I say afro? <laughs> that too. <laughs> oh my lord. Anyway. Uh, so there's that. Thanks for your text. If you want to send us a text, you can do it. 801-471-0462 is where those go. Or if you'd rather, 801-471-0-GOB. GOB. Yep. Uh, the other one is the email address, playretroshow at gmail.com. Like we said earlier, well, we didn't tell you guys. We were off air. We were doing pre-show. But we are going to do uh, our next ep retro episode. is going to be the Christmas special, the best retro Christmas releases from the 70s and 90s, or 70s through the 90s. 70s through 90s. And here's the thing. I said it before, I'll say it again. We're not talking about games that have a moment of Christmas or a patch, like newer games get a patch and you do like a Christmas event. We're not talking about that. 
We're talking about, hey, kid, spend money on a Christmas game. That's what we're talking about. And one of those, for example. We're talking about Die Hard. We're not talking about Die Hard for a game, right? We, maybe no. we are talking about Die Hard for a game. Kind of, maybe. I guess you're kind of right. But like uh, a good example of this would be um, the the Sega game that had the weird analog controller. Uh, Knights into ta- Knights? Knights. Is it just called Knights? Whatever it was. The guy that swirled around and Knights the Sonic team made dreams, it. Into Dreams. There you go. They made a Christmas yeah. version of that game and sold it separately. Yeah. It wasn't a patch. So that's a good example of this, but we're talking like even older stuff as well. We'll talk about all that weird shit. Look um, at this weird shit we found. That's right. Next week on Play Retro. That's right. Look at this weird shit. <laughs> Does this look infected to you? That kind of thing. So that'll be next week on Play Retro. In the meantime, I'd like to thank, thank two, thank, 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 Brand new uh, patrons, two of them, Tom Suit and Tony Mazes. Mazes? Mazes. Like Tom Suit. Tom yeah, Suit is pretty nice cool. Name. He's just two T's, but spelled like suit. Like you'd wear a suit with yeah, yeah. two T's. I don't know. Anyway, that guy's cool. So is Tony. And you could be like them if you go join us now at patreon.com slash play retro. Uh, you want some pre show content? We got that today. You want some yeah. monthly benefits? If we hit high enough, uh, maybe I'll lick that cart. Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm betting it tastes like uh, salt and vinegar Doritos. Yes. Ooh, yum, yum. Also, I'm dead serious about Brian and I doing some retro uh, Saturday morning cartoon stuff, retro animation. Yes. And if we end up doing that, I think I'm thinking about this. We'll just talk about it out loud. I was thinking what you do is you make it for everybody, but patrons get it like two weeks ahead. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah, you get a huge window of exclusivity. And then we'll put it out on the main feed after that for all the the plebs. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. We'll talk about it, but I got ideas and I really want to do it. I've been watching Gen 1 Transformers and it's just got my head there. So can't help it. Anyway, Brian, uh, do you have anything else you'd like to add to any of this that I've mentioned? Yeah, I've got to get to cereal shopping if we're going to be doing some uh, Saturday morning cartoons. I got to figure it out, man. Yeah, get on that, you slow ass mother scratcher. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Stop scratching my mommy. Don't forget. Uh, also, playretroshow at gmail.com is our email address. And you can also find the entire site over at frogpants.com slash playretro. And if you're looking for like Twitter and all that stuff, you can find all that there. So go just find it. That'll do it for us. Between now and next time we meet, I would really like it if a bunch of you went and played something retro. Yeah. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Prepare thyself well. Oh, okay. <laughs> Prepare thyself well. Thyself well. <laughs> the guy that did the-